It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. Dorothy had a dream. She wanted to get back to Kansas. Well, I guess technically she was in the dream when she wanted to get back to Kansas, but stick with me on this. She had to come up with some plans. I mean, she had to plan to be able to get home having no real idea even where to start or how to get there. And she found some ideas of kind of a longer term type of plan of getting to see the Wizard of Oz, who was supposedly going to be able to help her. And the plan was to just follow the yellow brick road. Big, longer term type of plan that she was looking at. And that wouldn't have been an effective time to be able to think through all of the little plans she was going to need along the way. And it's maybe an oversimplification to think of the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy and this simple exercise of trying to plan towards some sort of greater dream or some sort of goal that you have. But ultimately, it's just that good reminder and something that I think about quite a bit, especially at these you know milestones of the year where a lot of people are doing planning and looking ahead, is that it's important to not try to plan for every horizon at once. You have to focus in and look at, certainly you want to look out far, but there are times where you want to look a lot closer to where you're at because it's tough to get the right level of focus far out, say a year out, versus the kind of focus that you need when you're looking at what the plan for tomorrow is going to be. There's a different level of detail. There's just different things that you physically need to do. And while I intend to cover a lot of things through this podcast around some of these different horizons and things that I do at each one, I wanted to get this outline together of what are the horizons that I'm typically thinking of that I use, what's the frequency that I address those or really put some thought to them? And how much time do I spend in looking at those? What have I found to be the sweet spot for those? So as I mentioned, other episodes will cover the method and approach and more of the why. Certainly you've heard some of that in episodes up to today. But let's put some more specific labels on planning. Because planning is not specific. There's a joke I make with people, or it usually goes something like this, and then let's plan a time on the calendar so we can plan out our plan to make a plan for next quarter. Boring. And really confusing when you try to think about it. Versus, let's schedule a session to determine our approach to do this thing. Very tangible very different. Like There's a different sense of being able to approach that just in using more descriptive language because planning in and of itself is just so vague. It gets used and thrown around in so many different ways. 
planning specifically to a horizon becomes important. And even for some of these things, if it's not something you're excited about planning, it's at least becoming more approachable. It's not just quite so nebulous. Because I'm recording this at the beginning of the year, let's start with yearly planning. And this is one where the frequency that I use for annual planning or yearly planning is twice a year. (laughs) I typically try to do it in December and in June with a little bit of that spilling over into January and July, respectively. And the time that I spend on those is I like to spend a good, in total, three to four hours between those two, really thinking through trying to pick apart some of the projects that I maybe don't care about and don't want to carry forward, really put those questions in place of, is this the way I want to be spending my time or somewhere where I want to be able to put some of that focus? It's maybe counterintuitive. A lot of people, especially folks I hear talk about, oh, you're planning planning at the new year and doing New Year's resolutions and that kind of thing. Ah, it's a waste of time. Well, I don't particularly find it a waste of time. I think uh, New Year's resolution can be a great mile, uh, way, way to measure things. It, it's a, a milestone that you can use to kind of kick off something that's going to be happening. And I like that there's something special about that, that new year, a new beginning and those sorts of things. Now, do you have to wait for the new year to be able to do a big change? No, don't. Artificially push things away or or not do them just because you need to wait for the new year. I'm not suggesting that, but certainly using something like the flipping over of the calendar to a new year is a great time to be able to to put away some things that maybe you don't care to be doing and focus in on more of the things that actually matter. That yearly planning is usually a little more comprehensive. There's a work component to it as well as a personal component to it. And I try to take some time to resolve those two against one another to make sure that I'm not causing myself issues in the types of things that I want to accomplish. Make sure there's some alignment between what I'm doing rather than going in different directions at the same time. And that year horizon that I look out, I find to be a really great one for doing that sort of thing. Now, I'll do quarterly check-ins, but I don't spend nearly as much time on that. This is a maybe 30 to 60 minute per quarter in taking the time to be able to review that and that I really do on a quarterly basis for the actual planning of of that or looking out at what the next quarter is going to be. The next nearest horizon that I like to use is a two-week horizon and this is one that I do about once per week. Uh, My weekly planning process I look out not just at the current week, but into the following week, just so there's nothing that's going to really sneak up on me or surprise me. Uh, There's certainly more that I'm doing in, in the details for the upcoming week versus that second week, but having the visibility and planning through the two weeks is certainly worthwhile in that. And I don't, I don't break up and do uh, this week versus a two week planning it's just when I do that once a week plan, I like to look at not just this week, but the following week as well. 
Now, the time on this that I spend varies. It can be anywhere between 15 minutes and an hour. Depends on if I'm distracted. It depends on if I've got a lot of irons in the fire and I'm trying to figure out which way is up. And it kind of also depends on where I'm at in my productivity cycle. The productivity cycle is a topic in another episode, but for the purposes here, it's just sometimes I'm more productive than other times. And my two-week planning horizon is the one that kind of sees the most variability based on where I'm at in the productivity cycle. Next nearest horizon that I use is the day. I do this one daily, spend about 15 minutes trying to make sure that I have a good sense of what's coming up in the next day. I like to try to do this the night before going into the day. So when I wake up, I'm not having to guess at what things are going to look like. Sometimes I'll squeeze a little bit of extra shut-eye if I know I don't have to be up for a super early meeting in the morning, uh, or I know I have a little bit more flexibility on some of that time I can spend with the kids in the morning. Also, it's a great way to be able to tie out and make sure if there were things that slid off my plate from the current day that need to make it back on for the upcoming day, that's a great time to be able to do it. And spending about 15 minutes doing that, 15 tops, really try to time box that one. Throughout the day, you know, there is the planning of tasks and tasks that need to get done. The task list can kind of grow and shrink over time. But I try to make sure that as I look at those sort of things, I don't want it to spill over 10 minutes through the day. And that might be 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there. But I don't want to get caught up in that switching time of going from thought to thought and you know, constantly going back to review a list of things to do. I like to try to have that set in place, hopefully from my daily plan from before. But the reality is, in the type of role that I have, I can't have everything planned. There is some reactivity that I have to deal with. And I just try to limit the amount of time I spend reacting or responding to that. So those are the main timeframes, the year, the quarter, two-week, day, and then task level. There are a couple of things that I do around what I'll call special planning timeframes. Uh, this is one more, uh, this is a couple of different categories. One of them is looking at longer-term goals. I like to really consider myself and the, the people around me, the important things that are going to be going on in my life, and I will project out further than the year. I'll go you know, up to 25, 30 years is the, about the furthest I can go to have any amount of real tangibility to it. It's kind of grown up over time. It's a skill that gets developed over time. Again, topic for another podcast, but... What's special about this one is I spend most of my time on that planning thinking about others rather than thinking about myself and all of my specific goals. It's kind of that dreaming time of you know 25 years from now and what that looks like in relation to the people around me, the things that are going on, and then it can kind of get brought into me from there. 
So I'll do that maybe once a year. I will typically, you know, revisit that at at some point through the year, but I don't have a standard focus on that. But I do like to think in that much longer time horizon, uh, at least once a year. And for that, you know, I'll spend a couple of hours with most of that time thinking about others rather than thinking about myself. Another planning time frame that I'll use is one around fiscal periods. This is specific to my work and my professional development, where I'm going in my career, and there's typically something that is brought in from you know wherever I happen to be working, whether that's you know some sort of at least annual review. Uh, if there's nothing more concrete than that uh, the, versus the annual review, I'll do a quarterly check-in with my manager. It's kind of a habit that I've done over the last decade plus at this point. You know, Even if it's not required, uh, I find that to be part of open communication. And I put together the plan and say, here's what I plan to do and try to get feedback and, and response on that just to make sure there is that alignment. Uh, and in my current role, we have a more formalized structure. There's a few specific checkpoints per year. So I use that instead of trying to do my own quarterly thing. I just kind of line up with what's going to be required from a you know corporate performance and development standpoint and just uh, roll with that existing time frame. But at a minimum, I would do you know the annual plus at least one more, probably probably quarters. I like that that quarterly time frame for for that one. And then the last is project based. There are certainly some projects that will require planning whether it's upfront getting a sense together of who's going to be doing what by when and getting some of the tasky type planning stuff together. It's a little bit different from some of the other sorts of planning that I am talking about here. But this is one where you know projects do need to have some level of planning typically, and this is a lot more flexible based on you know, whatever whatever that project actually looks like. It might be a few minutes, it might be a couple of hours, and collaborating with other people on what that plan for the project needs to be. Uh, it's kind of the most nebulous of any of these that I've put together. So to do a quick recap, for the more structured ones, we have the year, the quarter, the two-week, the day, and then don't let the tasks overrun. Don't, don't, don't want to waste too much time doing detailed planning of individual tasks. And then from a special planning terms, I have that, that long term that projects way out the fiscal periods that are happening at least once once a year plus another or quarterly or somewhere in that two to four range per year. And then finally, project-based. <laughs>